In this episode, we're going to be talking about a new case study that we have launching on the channel called Project Bach or Project Bach, however you want to say it. Going to have fun saying it over the next 12 months, but this is going to be month zero. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about the niche selection. We'll talk about uh, the tech stack that's going to be on this particular uh, website as well. Some of the thinking that went into it. Um, also, the most fun part about what we're going to be talking about, the money, right? Exactly where money is going to be invested and hopefully at the end of the day, where we are going to end up and then projections as to what we're hoping to get in the first month, in the first six months, and in the, in the next year with this site. So be sure to stay tuned and subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss any updates to the Project Bach case study. It's also presented to us by Otis. They did gift us the domain. And if you do use the link down in the description, you will get a free hundred bucks over at otis.global to use toward your age domain. This case study is also presented by Low Fruits, which is a great keyword research tool that I am learning to love the more and more I get to use it. Uh, be sure to stay tuned on the channel. We'll be releasing a review of how about how Low Fruits works as well. But let's go ahead and jump into what we will be covering in this particular episode. We talked about the niche selection, the updated strategy that we're going to be using for our content, the tech stack. This is going to be the plugins and the technology that we're going to be using to get this website up and running, as well as everyone's favorite part, right? The income and the expenses for the site, and as well as goals. So really excited to jump into this information. Let's go ahead and jump right in. So number one, let's talk about the niche selection for this particular blog or this new blog that we're going to be launching. Why did I choose this niche? Now, I know with all of the rhetoric you might be hearing, you know, in in uh, in the blogging world right now, how AI is taking over everything and we're not going to be able to you know, do anything. But going to be honest with you, I wouldn't be doing this if I thought that that was really going to be a threat to the industry. Are we going to lose some traffic? Probably. And I get more into that in the previous episode about, you know, ChatGPT and AI and my mental health. Be sure to go check that. Check out that episode if you haven't already after you watch or and listen to this one. So why do we choose this niche? Well, I always like to work backwards. You know, I want to find how we're going to monetize this thing as much as possible before I just start writing, you know, content, right? And uh, one of the ways that we're going to be monetizing this is my absolute favorite way to monetize, which is with affiliate marketing. Um, there are a tons, tons of products as well as digital courses that you that I'll be able to promote in this particular niche. Really excited about that because there's some that pay some decently high commissions outside of just Amazon. And usually Amazon, I tell people to, I don't want to say steer away from Amazon, but to be honest, it probably shouldn't be your primary focus. But in this particular niche, Amazon pays anywhere from six to eight percent off of purchases coming off of um, off of Amazon, which is pretty high, you know, compared to what uh, you normally get, which is like one, two and three percent sometimes. So that's exciting that there's a lot of products that we will be promoting in this particular niche that's going to get us some pretty decent paydays from Amazon. And then there's some other things we can do when we get down the road. If we start sending decent amount of traffic to specific products, then we can reach out to those products and then see if we can get a better deal outside of just Amazon. But we'll get into that more into the future. That's really some fun ways in which we can continue to monetize this site. Um, recurring income is my jam. All right. I love recurring income is what really will blow up a site as well as make your business a little bit more consistent. And um, I've steered away from niches because I couldn't find a way to get some recurring income from it. Um, but there are plenty of courses in this niche that have month to month type uh, services, which means I'll be able to promote them. And then as long as people remain a member, I'm going to be getting a commission for the sale. 
And that's the best part about this whole thing, right? Is getting that recurring commission. Even if you can't always get the super high ticket stuff, being able to get something recurring and it just stacks and stacks and stacks, it's fun, right? It is really a good thing to be able to do this. And again, going over the monetization side of things first, it's really what's most important about this entire thing. I would hate for people to jump into a niche not knowing how they're gonna make money from it other than just ads, right? Now ads is going to be a way that I'm going to be making some money with this site as well, but it's not gonna be the sole focus. One thing I learned from you know, previous websites and the previous case study where the main focus of that case study was just to get traffic and monetize with display ads. You know, the site kind of stalled, you know, after like three month, three or four, and it kind of stayed there for a long time. It went up a little bit, but once I actually started putting some affiliate marketing into it, then it started doing a lot better in terms of monetization. So display ads is going to be a byproduct, not necessarily the sole focus. So I'm going to be going after content and hoping to get as much traffic as possible. But the whole idea is just to steer people to to the affiliate products and to the email list as well. Another reason why I chose this niche is because it's largely untapped. Um, if you notice, I haven't mentioned the name of the uh, niche, as, and I might do that later as months go on, but um, we're not gonna mention the niche or the domain name or anything like that. But trust me, this niche is largely untapped. I was flabbergasted when I started doing a lot of the keyword research and realizing that there are not very strong sites that are out there at all. And they got some, and the ones that are, are getting a ton of traffic. We're talking like at least half a million page views per month. I'm not saying we'll get to that spot. And to be honest, I'm going after more affiliates rather than just, uh, uh, you know, page views and things of that nature. So, you know, I'm going to be keeping that in mind, but largely there's a lot of keywords out there that this is not even going to touch. Super excited about that. Uh, this niche is huge as well. I mean, there's really no limit. Um, it's a nice broad domain name. There's no limit to the number of keywords that we'll be able to target. Uh, we'll be able to really branch off into five, 10 different categories on the site and really just build it up. Um, that's gonna be a very long-term goal for the site as well, but at least over the next, I would say year or so, hopefully we can uh, put out at least three to four, maybe even five of those specific categories, uh, really getting things nice and tightly knit within the site as well. And um, I have a history in this space, and this is very big when it comes to double EAT or EADS, you know, however you want to call it. Um, if you have a little bit of history in your space, that at least gives you a bit of a leg up versus somebody who is just doing it just to get some money or doing it just to create the content. Um, I'm going to be able to have some stories that I can infuse into a lot of the articles, giving my experience in this space. And it's kind of a passion of mine as well. I just haven't done it in a few years. So if anything, I can kind of show you that that's a, you know, even though you don't, you may not be active in a niche, you know, it's something that you did in the past, you'd probably be able to bring some stuff up and have a way of talking about it onto the site that will give you a little bit of expertise versus someone who has never done it before. So really looking forward to that. It's been a while in this space, but um, it's a passion project and I'm still going to, I might even go out and start buying some stuff just so I can start getting some nice unique pictures and imagery for the site as well. So a little bit about the domain. It is uh, a DR16. It's from Otis.Global. Uh, uh, that's pretty good. You know, in this space, that actually isn't terrible. It's got some pretty good backlinks on it. Um, we will be building directly onto the domain. We're not going to be 301ing it into another site or anything like that. The domain name is fine and it's great. And I'm going to go ahead and stick with it. Maybe in the future, if I end up holding the site for longer than a year, maybe you do some type of 301 redirect to a 
a better, more brandable name, but the name itself is pretty good. Um, but regardless, some of the links that are available on this is, and these are do follow links, by the way, entrepreneur.com, which is a DR91, the Denver Post, which is a DR88, Music Row, which is um, a DR72, and then Hypebot, which is a DR75. And that's just four of them. There's like 10 other, one, 10 other ones or so that are just as high as of authority. There's a couple of them I didn't want to mention because it would make it pretty obvious as to what the niche is about. So the updated content strategy, this is this is going to be big right here because I've always built my sites rather flat. And when I say flat, I mean, you have the homepage and then everything kind of links to there from the uh, the categories, right? And everything kind of has the same level, but we're going to be using a different strategy and that's going to be building as much topical authority as possible. So we're going to be building up some nice, strong, and somewhat strict silos or categories or content hubs or whatever you want to call it, right? It really just de depends on, you know, who taught you, <laughs> but um, we're going to be going after topical authority. Now, here's the interesting one. We're going to be doing all pages on the site. Um, now, if you're new in the blogging space, you might be like, what do you mean? Aren't all, they, aren't all of them pages in the first place? And yeah, they are. But on a blog, you have the option of either creating pages or creating posts. I've been creating posts since, you know, the, since the cows came home, since the dinosaurs roamed the earth. That's just the way that I have always built up these sites. But with this one in particular, I'm going to stick with the, the pages. And a big reason for that is to keep that nice, tightly knit silo structure, as well as being able to have certain, epi uh, certain episodes, having certain pages be parent and child pages to really give Google a nice little view of what the actual site is about all right and that's really what the whole idea is to help build up that topical authority um looking forward to building up that i've always had some type of silo structure with my site but it's never been super super strict right this one's going to be a little bit more strict i'm going to be very intentional with my um uh, internal links and the uh, anchor text that are with those internal links as well so um you know it's going to be very intentional and i've been seeing some huge huge gains from doing this on another site and that's exciting to see that i'm going to do this from scratch on this site as well um i'm going to be tying toying with the very a very strict silo structure but then also being a little bit loose with it so i can have some freedom to link to other important pages on the site so uh, matt diggity i believe i'm not sure if he came up with these names but he's definitely the one i heard it from but um there's a couple of silo structures that you can use or there's, there's a lot of them actually but the two that i'm going to be using is either going to be the reverse silo or the priority silo so let's just try to get into it specifically this right here is it says priority silo but it's actually a reverse silo so you have the main topic of your site which is like best diets and then you're going to link down to each of these subtopics keto paleo vegan so you have the best diets and these are a few of those best diets and then we're going to go down to subtopics of the diet itself so meal plans supplements applications apps and all of those kind of things so once we've gone through that, then we're going to have the long tails. Now, this is where you normally have your low volume, uh, sorry, low competition, hopefully higher volume keywords, your long tail keywords, like the best breakfast to eat for keto or something like that, right? And you have all of these here. So if you notice all of the arrows that are in the middle, we're going to be linking up and down to each one of these articles. So the homepage is going to go to the subtopics. The subtitles are going to link down to the meal plans and then the meal and then the meal plans supplements and apps. And then from there, we break off into more long tails for the breakfast for men, for women, all of those kind of things. And then they all link back up to each other as well. 
And a big beauty of this is that if I write a long tail article down here for, you know, best, you know, uh, keto diet for women, and this particular article gets a backlink, then that back, that juice, that authority can link, can flow back to the meal plan, which flows back to the keto, which then delivers it down to the supplements, which then brings it back up to the main site. So any article, you know, we don't have to worry about orphan pages or anything like that. Any article that's on the site that gets a backlink should produce and help the entire site. And that's really what the whole point of having this strict silo st structure is for. However, instead of the reverse silo structure, I'm going to be going with the priority one. So the priority one also gives you the option to link to other important pages on the site. So for example, if this, if the uh, best keto diets for women pops up as a long tail and it gets a uh, backlink for it, instead of just waiting for the juice to be able to link back to the meal plan, then back to the keto, I'm just gonna link directly to it. And all you have to do is make sure that it's relevant and you want to make sure that this is an important page on your site. So for example, if the best keto diets is an important page on my site, which it would be in this particular situation, because that's where, you know, the best keto diets, I can promote different types of products. Um, I want to make sure that this gets as much juice as possible, you know, so uh, I'm going to be kind of breaking my rule every now and then just to make sure that I am linking to the more important pages on my sites, which, which would naturally be the site, the pages on the site that are going to make the most money. All right. So, um, I kind of already do this, you know, with a lot of my sites and everything, but it was never super structured. It was always just, okay, this is the middle. This is the, the article that I want to get the most traffic to. It's going to be my most monetized post. And then I'm going to create a whole bunch of articles around the it straight to it. That still works, but I'm going to be being a little bit more strict with this one. It's a public case study. Why not? You know, I'm going to be testing out all types of stuff anyways with it. So I'm going to be looking forward to just linking to more important pages. And that's what I'm going to be going for. The priority silo is excellent in a lot of ways in distributing um, link authority throughout your site. So that's fun. That's cool. If you have any questions about this, please let me know. I'm still learning a lot of this myself. You know, I don't claim to be an expert in this mess, but um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please let me know down in the comments. What kind of structure do you use when you're building up your sites? Just let me know. Now, before we get back to the podcast, are you a website owner looking to make more money with your website? Well, look no further than Ezoic. Using machine learning, Ezoic creates personalized ad experiences for every visitor on your website, increasing the revenue while also balancing the user experience. I use Ezoic on my sites, and I think you should as well. And with Ezoic ads, publishers can connect with money-making popular ad networks and exchanges, completely streamlining the process for getting ads onto your site quickly and with little intervention on your part. Plus, with AI optimization and mediation, bloggers and publishers make more money and keep people on their sites longer, which is good for your website's SEO. So unlock the true earning potential of your website by enrolling your site with Ezoic ads. Whether you're a beginner or a seasoned publisher, start your free trial over at Ezoic.com. That's E-Z-O-I-C.com. Now, let's get back to the episode. So this is now let's talk about the tech stack. This is going to be the, the technology. This is always the fun part, too, because a lot of people love talking tech when it comes to our niche website. So the website tech, this is going to be the um, technology that we're going to be using on the site itself. This is going to be the plugins and any other type, really just the plugins, I guess. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Number one, we're going to be using affiliate table. This is by design, all right? Affiliate table is gonna give us some nice looking tables and uh, buttons that we can use on the site itself, product boxes, three-way comparisons, all of that fun stuff. Um, affiliate table, I like it a lot and I'm gonna continue to use it. 
when the site starts making enough money to where it can um, definitely support itself in terms of paying for other types of plugins, I may upgrade to Lasso. Been hearing some really great things about it. I haven't quite tried out Lasso, but people love it, you know? So let's go ahead and give that a try at the time. But as of right now, we're gonna go with Affiliate Table. Uh, by the way, a lot of these tools that we're going to be talking about, it, you can find on bloggerevolution.com slash tools. That's bloggerevolution.com slash tools. You can see a lot of the things that I use to get my websites up and running. Um, we're going to be using ConvertBox and as well as ActiveCampaign. So um, we bought ConvertBox a long time ago, and it's a lifetime deal. You know, I'm a sucker for a good lifetime deal. And uh, man, that's what we're going to be using to try to collect some email addresses on to the site, as well as using it with ActiveCampaign. Another one of my favorite uh, email autoresponders that I use for most of my niche sites as well. Uh, these are just some good top of the line plugins that just work really, really well for what they do. Um, we can do some pop-ups. We can do some exit pop-ups as well. We might even put an affiliate link or something. Not Amazon, by the way, because I don't think you could put a Amazon links in exit intent pop-ups. Uh, but a little trick around that, you can put a page where Amazon links happen to be. So it's kind of the same thing. Regardless, um. These are the tools I'm going to be using with that. Next up, Generate Press Premium. Um, I usually love using Cadence, but you know, a lot of people have also been talking about Generate Press. I've used Generate Press a decent amount in the past, but I've never actually paid for it. So we're gonna be using the premium version of it as well and seeing if there's a big difference at all with it. Um, Link Whisper Premium. Now I am a veteran of using Link Whisper. I've been using it literally for years. It makes very it makes it very easy to do a lot of uh, internal linking for the site, giving me nice ideas at where I can link to. Um, I will be a little bit more strategic and rather than just taking a lot of the suggestions that Link Whisperer has, but I have like a three, no, a five, three or five site license. So I can go from, you know, site to site with it, but I will be using it at least on this one as well. Uh, then we're going to be using Rank Math, Google Analytics and Google Search Console. So yeah, we're the free versions of this, by the way, you don't really need the paid versions. You may want the paid version of Rank Math if you want to dive deep into doing some schema. Um, Rank Math, I believe, allows you to do schema on one page, um, or I'm sorry, one type of schema per page. Uh, but if you want to do a little bit more and get into you know some other things in terms of schema, you may want to upgrade to it. I may upgrade to it, but it's probably not going to be anytime soon. Uh, next one is short pixel. So this is going to help me with uh, image uh, optimization, making sure that the uh, images that we upload to the site are being served in WebP format, which is the newer format that's better than JPEG or PNG or any of those other ones. It's better for the internet. Um, Google loves it and as well as um, Chrome. So that's what we're going to be using right there, short pixel. We might be switching to WP Rocket. Um, I first want to wait, because I don't want to have to pay for it, the plugin if I don't have to. So we might wait on adding WP Rocket, because if you did WP Rocket, we won't need Short Pixel, I don't believe. So, <coughs> excuse me. So um, if we do go with WP Rocket, I'm hoping to just make this last long enough but until I can get it onto like an Ezoic or something, at which point, uh, I won't need, I can use Ezoic Leap rather than anything um, versus having to use uh, any type of caching plugin. But for now, we're gonna stick with Short Pixel just so we can keep the images nice and small, but still with some really good quality as well as uh, being able to serve up the WebP formats. And then we're gonna be using Thirsty Affiliates and or Pretty Links. I'm used to using Pretty Links. I, I, that's just the way it is, but it's an old plugin. I mean, so is Thirsty Affiliates, but I know a lot of people who do recommend it and use it. So I'm gonna play with both of them, see which one I like the most. Um, I'm probably just gonna end up with Pretty Links, but I might stick with Thirsty Affiliates. If I went with Lasso, it'll probably take advantage of both of those where I won't need regardless either one of them. But um, 
That's what we're going with right now. Thirsty affiliates or pretty links. Now, here's the off-site tech stack. So these are the tools I'm going to be using that's not particularly on the site. Even though a couple of them do have some plugins that you can integrate with WordPress, um, this is what I'm going to be using off the site. So number one, the course Topical Maps Unlocked by Yao Yao. It is a pretty amazing course, and it's completely changed the way that I look at putting together sites now. If you want to give it a try, I have a link down to the review um, that's also on this YouTube channel of how Topical Maps Unlocked actually works. And um, I think I recommend anyone pick it up as well. So uh, Topical Maps Unlocked is an amazing, amazing program. I've talked about it a few times on the channel. That's because it is pretty good, you know? Um, I, like I mentioned before, I've been using, you know, kind of that strategy with Topical Authority on another site and it's growing decently well. So I'm looking forward to being able to use it as well. Um, GPT 3.5 and 4, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's, the reality now right we're all using this gpt stuff um i will be doing this with a very tight particular lens on the on the uh, content that, that these tools are going to be creating um i'm not going to worry about using anything like a jasper or a word hero or anything like that um i just going to connect directly with the api so that i can you know make generate stuff from there so i'm not using koala writer i'm not using this i'm not using that i might do reviews of those products later in the future but regardless i'm going to be sticking with just uh going directly to the api because over time it's cheaper you know it is much cheaper to run directly with the API versus buying a tool. Um, Bing Chat, and the reason why I'm gonna be using the Bing Chat and the GPT-4 that's over there is because it's an AI that's actually connected to the internet. That's as of right now, I'm sure that's going to change in the future as things continue to progress, but I will be using that. Um, just a little aside, if you do wanna use the Bing Chat and you're on a Mac, I believe you will have to get the development version of um, Edge, Microsoft Edge, in order to use it correctly, but um, you have to look look into that to be sure. If, I can't recall 100%, but um, I already have that version already on the computer, and we'll be using it to start continue start creating content using the AI on the site. And then also my number one favorite uh, phrase.io. Man, I I don't post an article on the internet unless I run it through phrase. It just works. Does that particular tool in itself has made me a ton of money over the years, and I'm going to continue using it. Other other um, uh, alternatives to phrase would be like a surfer or a neuron writer or something like that. You can use those. They work just fine. I particularly just enjoy using phrase. Um, Lowfruits.io, we already talked about them briefly, but we're going to be using them for a lot of the keyword research, finding a long tail keyword, seeing um, what's ranking and what's not, because I believe they also have a tracker in there as well, as well as Ahrefs. You know, I mean, you, it's hard not to use Ahrefs with a lot of these things. Um, if this was a brand new site that had a DR of zero, you probably wouldn't need Ahrefs much outside of looking for backlinking opportunities. But for the most part, when it comes to Ahrefs, we're going to be using it since this site does have a DR 16. I can look at some lower sites that are under 16 that happen to be getting, you know, some doing some good keyword research and getting a lot of traffic, but it's just a a weaker site, I'll be able to get some uh, their keywords, nab their keywords and go from there. Let's now jump into the income and the expenses. So as of right now, a lot of this stuff has just been, you know, starting business costs. And to be honest, it's not very much at all. Cause for example, I didn't have to buy Link Whisper. I didn't have to buy Generate Press. So that's what $90 or so I didn't have to spend, but I just wanted to try them because, you know, I'm a tinkerer. So I love all those kind of things, but regardless, 
Um, Link Whisperer was 33 bucks. Um, Generate Press Premium was 59. And then uh, Domain Renewal was 29.99, which is super duper annoying, by the way, because GoDaddy charges so much money to renew a domain. And because the domain was brand new, on under my account on GoDaddy, you can't move a domain in like 60 or 90 days or so. So it was either just let the domain lapse or um, or renew it. So I had to pay $29 literally the day after, <coughs> excuse me, the day after um, I'm able to move the domain, I'm getting it out of there and moving it to my favorite one that I use, which is uh, Namecheap, Namecheap.com. All right. And then the other expenses that we're going to incur that we haven't incurred so far would just be uh, GPT 3.5 and then GPT 4, the API codes for that. So however much you get charged to use that to create content is what I'm going to be doing. So we'll go into that uh, at the end of each month that we go through it. So, so far, I mean, the income zero, you know, what can I say? There's not too much to really jump into here, but that's because we haven't even put the first article on the site yet at all. So in terms of investment, let's look at it. Let's put the lime in the coconut, the investment analysis, my favorite part I'm um, talking about on this particular, on any case study, but on this one, a uh, total revenue is zero. Total cost so far is $170.99. And then the net investment would be $170. The domain, I don't remember what the domain was, how much it was exactly, but I believe it was around 3,100. So that's where the domain's going to be there in terms of that. We don't have to include it, but I will include two numbers as the months go on so that we can know you know how much you know a, a um person who may have not was gifted a domain um how much they would have had to spend to get to that point but regardless not worried at all you know we're at 170 bucks in the hole and um i'm going to be bootstrapping a lot of this too i'm gonna go with the idea of trying to create a lot of the content myself because you know, I mean, I, I have a hard time paying someone to just press a button, you know, so when I can just press that same button. But um, once the site is generating enough money to justify having to pay someone else to press that button, I'll come come to that point at, at that at that particular time. But right now I'm going to be doing a lot of it just because. You know, I want to get back down into the weeds and, you know, just literally instead of always outsourcing something, actually doing it myself, which is going to be fun to go into. So that's going to be it. Um, oh, the goals. We need to do the goals. The goals for this is we're going to build up a topical map. This is going to be over the next 30 days. Um, we're going to be establishing some social links. This will be Twitter, Facebook page, uh, YouTube channel. And we're going to make sure that our about page is nice and tight. Um, an, an author page as well. We're going to be adding. Uh, I do have a, um, a persona that I'm going to be using on this one, but, um, I'm trying to decide if I want to, you know, do all the work of trying to build the personas persona, you know, online, uh, a big reason why I want to keep the persona is because it's going to have the same first name as the, uh, it's gonna have the same first name as the person who used to own this website. So some of the things that they've done, I want Google to be able to still associate it with this particular person, um, as long as it's someone with the same first name. Um, hopefully we're gonna get about 30 articles up, uh, gonna be probably using uh, AI for a lot of that as well. Um, I want to do this without hiring until the site can afford it itself. I already kind of mentioned that the overall goal for the site. So over the next year, hopefully we can get this site to at least two grand, 2,500 bucks so that we can sell it for over a hundred thousand. 
as well as continuing to test this AI stuff as it becomes more and more prevalent in our particular space. So that's it, you know, really looking forward to everything that we're going to be talking about with this case study. If you haven't already, please be sure to go check out oneblogaway.co. That's oneblogaway.co. There I will actually reveal the niche of this site. I'll actually reveal the I might reveal the domain. Not sure yet. But uh, regardless, we're going to reveal the niche so that you can see exactly what I'm going with. But we're only talking about that over at oneblogaway.co. Hope to see you there. See you.